Yo, 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 what's good, y'all? This is Two Wonderful Lunch Podcast. My name is Cha. My name is Angel. And this episode in general, we is gonna talk made it three weeks straight. Get ass. Episode three, three weeks straight, consistency. Three weeks. This episode is dropping today, by the way. I don't know if you know, but I'm dropping it today. Whoa, this is an update. Oh, snap. Yeah. Today drop? That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. This is is gonna be the first episode we record same day. It's a fact. But yo, low key, like, we're gonna play this beefy out real quick. We wanted to, like, flow into the podcast. So we wanted a little bit of feedback. So we want y'all to really, like, Tune in with us, see what y'all really like, see if y'all don't like it or not, and give me y'all give us shout y'all out, perspective for real. For shout real. out to my boy Mir. Big facts. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, you, I'm, pro- I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure we're probably just gonna use this for the intro for, for the time being. I hope it. I hope that it plays the right way. I really do. Let's see what I really, really do. Shout out my boy BG5, you already know what the fuck it is. Yeah, man, I appreciate that, bro. This nigga's really bro. a fucking beast. This shit beast. I swear to God, he is. This shit I swear bumps, to God, bro. he is. I'm not gonna lie to you, this shit goes I swear to God, he is. Nah, shout out to my boy BG5 on that one. Appreciate you, bro. Love you, brody. But nah, yo. I'm looking. Very first thing we're gonna talk about today is mental health. And um, each week, Angel and I kind of like take turns when it comes down to picking different things to talk about on the podcast. And I'm very avid on mental health, bro, because, like, to be honest, like, very coming from, like, a a true and genuine standpoint, bro, this past, like, two, three months, I'm going to forget it. I'm going to say the past, like, five months, bro. I've low-key been in a slump, like, a slump where I just felt... (laughs) (laughs) Put your light to (laughs) that. But nah, bro, like, real talk, like, I've really been in a slump. Like, I felt like, I felt like I was really in, like, a very, very dark place in my life. And I don't know if anybody else can relate to this, bro, but I really didn't want to do anything. Like, I didn't want to go I nowhere. Can. I didn't want to see nobody. I didn't want to meet new people, bro. I didn't want to do nothing, like, at all whatsoever. I completely didn't want to wake up most of the time. I didn't want to go nowhere, do anything. Like, I was very, like leave me alone, stand office type of thing. Like, I want to be by myself. And I genuinely enjoy solitude. Like, I really enjoy it. But when it comes down to, like, your mental health, bro, you really have to go and, like, seek help, have those conversations with other people, really use your voice in order to help yourself get through what you're going through, you know? So if you're going through that right now, I honestly just want to let you know that it's okay. You're going to get through it. I want you to just take your time, seek some help, talk to a loved one, talk to some friends. Honestly, like being very truthful because I went through it myself. If you want to, you can come and talk to me. You can go ahead and DM me on Instagram at child.31 and we can have a conversation about it. You can even text or DM Angel for real, for real, because we enjoy speaking about this type of stuff because we personally have gone through it. And if we haven't gone through it, that means we're going through it type of thing. You know, yeah, so that's a fact. One thing I do want to say about that, though, is uh, if you are going through something, don't don't take too much time for yourself. Take time for yourself, but don't or not for yourself. Don't take too, too much time to yourself. Yeah, don't, like don't spend too much time in isolation because that could I feel like that could uh drive it even more because it's kind of like you kind of start to fall in a cycle of like feeling like you don't have anybody because you're separating yourself from someone or from people so much. 
and then I feel like your brain just starts playing like your or your mind starts playing tricks on you, and it's like you you know it as yourself, like you know that you have people around you, but then you start to feel like you don't have anybody around you because you literally don't have anybody around you because you're not putting yourself around those people anymore. Well, it's like it's, I understand it's, like separating yourself because you feel like, and and it's a it's a very it's a very commendable thing to do as well. If you're someone who can recognize that there's something going on with yourself. Instead of you being around people and like drawing away from their energy and bringing their energy down, you you want to take yourself away from them, you know what I'm saying, and do you and like try to focus on you, but don't take yourself away for too long because then I feel like it does more harm than it does good. Like take probably like a week or some shit like that to yourself and just chill and then like, you know what I'm saying, get back out and like get back to chilling with the homies, whatever have you, but just like try to still work on yourself in that process. Like don't be like just a a bitch ass nigga just sitting around like just leak just leeching energy and shit like that. Bro, Don't do that. It's crazy. It's crazy you say that because there's a fine balance between it. There's that's literally what balance. it was though. That that's literally what it was. I had to find that that fine balance in between living and solitude because solitude to me is a double edged sword, bro. And this is like it is. To, to tell people that's my next tattoo idea, low key, like a double edged sword because I'm always trying to find that balance right in between. That levels out each sharp end of that solitude. Solitude is heavenly, but it's also hell. Because when you're by yourself, bro, physically there's no one there. You can have a whole bunch of friends. You can have, you know, you can be the most extroverted type of person. But when it comes down to being in solitude, bro, it's really like you versus you type of thing. It's really you versus yourself. And at that very moment, bro, you either have to uplift yourself or you go down into a downward spiral. And a lot of the times I was going down into a downward spiral into a constant loophole of thinking over and over and over again, putting myself down more and more and more instead of pushing myself back up, which ultimately led me to make decisions that really didn't fit me and made me make decisions that really didn't, you know, occur to me the way I thought they did. I was doing a lot of crazy shit, but like it was because of the fact that I felt the way I did inside. You feel me? And yeah. when it comes to this whole aspect, bro, of this mental health, you just have to understand. Take the solitude, like Andrew said, but also take that solitude with a grain of salt, bro. Take that Perfect. solitude with a grain of salt. You got, yeah, you got to understand too that we're we are we're humans and we're, we're yeah, bro. We're physical we're physical beings like we we thrive off of off of touch off of feeling off of like energy and being around people so like you we thrive off of, even if it's just seeing your friends and giving your friends a debt or giving your friends a hug whatever have you that that transfer of energy is a very real thing like it's it's like it's something that just like i don't know i don't know how to explain it. it's so weird because it's like kind of like just like even just giving your friend a debt is kind of like just like giving you that like comfort of like yeah, bro. I have someone else that I connect with. Yes, type of shit, you know what I'm saying. Bro. It's like I'm not just here by myself. Like I'm not the only person. That's what I'm planet. saying. Like you could have people in your phone. Like think of FaceTiming someone is never going to be the same as sitting down, and being face to face with bro. someone. That you know shit. What I'm saying? Like that shit is like sitting down and truthfully having a conversation with somebody that you really love and really fuck with, bro. That's that's that thing that really gets me going. Not oh, yeah. gonna lie, that's a lot of the times. That's the thing that allowed me to keep going and keep trying to get myself out of the wormhole that I was in. And to be honest, I think that shit ended today, like of me feeling like I was feeling like it just ended because I decided to say, all right, bro, you know what? Like you've been having consistent, great, phenomenal workouts. 
Is it a coincidence it's on on the day of the new month? I don't, I don't so. me, bro. I don't think so. There's no such thing as a month coincidence. Beginnings. No, no such no, thing okay, as a coincidence. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think yeah, so. New month, like, new beginning. You feel me? Like I feel like it's because of that one thing. It could be. But I stopped it today because I feel like, I right, bet. You know what, bro? Like, you've been in hermit mode for, like, half a year, six months. Really in hermit mode. If people try and talk to you, bro, you'll probably answer. But honestly, you probably never get to it type shit. Depending on who it is type shit. You know? Yeah. So it's like. Once I hopped out of that, bro, I feel good. Like I'm jolly right now. I'm I'm energetic. I'm living. Like I'm ready to get to the next <laughs> level. Bro. I'm jolly. I've been really holding myself back, and that's that's the thing. I've been holding myself back, and low key, this is gonna transfer into the next subject. And the next subject is young men around our age that don't have any male role models or any mentors to really point them into the right direction. Bro. That shit right there makes me like buttery inside pause that kind of makes me feel crazy inside <laughs> bro people are gonna hit us and be like yo what is he saying buttery and no. yo but nah bro it has me feeling crazy inside because that's something that i live like i i live that you know so it's very it's something that's very 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 mm. important to me because it's like we'll elaborate a little bit more for people who don't right. know so basically You're- like growing up I live with all women, and my mother's probably going to watch this. My my sisters might watch it, bro. I grew up with my mother, my grandmother, and my sister. Hold sisters. on. Let me interject real quick. All women who are great women I've met, and yeah, they're bro. amazing women. Phenomenal. Like, I appreciate that 100%. They are phenomenal, especially, especially Mama Dukes. Yeah, bro. She really holds it down, bro. That's somebody that I look up to more than anybody else in my life. But Not real queens for real. That connection that you have, a son and his father, is that's the thing that's supposed to allow that young man to level up and get to that next level. That's the mentorship and the relationship that he needs in order for him to get to where he needs to go. And a lot of us men at this age don't have that because of the decisions that the men before us made. You feel me? So going into a little bit closer detail, it's more of like I grew up with not a lot of male role models. I had my uncles there from time to time, but they're living their own life, bro. They're doing their own thing. I'm not their son. Yeah, they got their own kids. So, exactly, they about. got their own kids, you feel me? So it's not like they're really focused on being a role model for me. It's more of like, all right, you know what? I'm here. Let me do the right thing in order for him to see the right thing that a man should be doing. It was that type of thing. It was never like a relationship to the point to where it got to like, all right, you know what? Let's sit down. Let's have this conversation. Let's do this. This is how you do that. This is how you do that. Nah, I've never had that before. I've never had somebody sit me down and say, all right, bro, as a man, you got to do this. All right, bro, as a man, you got to do that. And granted, like, you don't need to be told those certain things. You pretty much know. But a lot of the times when it comes down to, like, success and understanding different things about business or understanding mentorship as a whole, that relationship from a man to another man is something that needs to be had in order for one of those men to exceed and grow to the person that he needs to be in order to be successful in life. And that mentorship is something that every single one of us need, bro. Every single one of us. And that's that subject that's very, 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 like, you know, kind of hurts me a little bit because it's like, that's what I'm going through now type shit. You don't think you had that at all with, like, your football coaches and shit, though? Kind of like. Sports coaches? When it comes down to it, it's like. Like, to an extent. To an extent, I guess you can say that. I'm just asking. I'm, I'm only asking because. No, nah, no, nah, definitely, definitely. To an extent, you can definitely say that. 
they were definitely role models in some way, but more of in like the athletic standpoint of life. I think I think, and it doesn't fucking it doesn't fall on their shoulders, but I feel like depending on the type of coach you get, you know what I'm saying, they could really like they could save a life. Oh nah, bro! Like Vito, like, my my football sure. coach, Vito. Shout out to Vito, bro. That's my Roosevelt High School's head coach for football. Probably one of the most prestigious coaches in Long Island for high school football, bro, honestly, and literally helped me in a lot of ways to just continue moving forward on the path that I was already on. I was a smart kid. I never really got into drugs or shooting or gangs or anything like that. I never really was fond of doing that type of shit. I may have befriended a lot of those people that were doing that stuff, but I was never like that. I never did that type of stuff. So he allowed me and helped me in that direction of staying true to what I was set to do from the very beginning, which was go to college, play sports, graduate, do my thing. Granted, I didn't do any of that, but at the same time, like he helped me steer my focus into what I really wanted in life. Him, Eb, uh, who else can I say? Monster, Loki helped. Like a lot of people did a lot of things for me when it came down to athletics. But when it comes down to understanding uh, life as a man, never received that type of conversation or yeah. that, that type of relationship that I, I really didn't need. It's it's really interesting too though, because for you, like you literally didn't you physically didn't have your dad there. Yeah, physically. For me, I physically have my dad there. Mm -hmm. But I feel the same way that you feel. And that's the craziest shit, bro. But the thing is, and it's if my dad might be listening to this, he might not be. Dad, it ain't ever. It's not a thing that you did not do something right. Yeah, it was. It was more so a mental. It was. It was just a distance, I guess, in mental in like the mental space. Because for people who are listening who don't know, who don't know my background, I grew up in in very toxic environment. Um, granted, I had a roof over my head. I had food in the fridge all the time. You know what I'm saying? I'll never take any of that shit for granted. I had more than most kids had for sure. But I feel like what I lacked a lot was a lot of emotional like just capacity like That's that was that that was vacant yeah bro. and so i grew up in a household my mother was an alcoholic um my dad was a hard working man was waking up every day fucking 4 30 in the morning to be at work at 6 a.m coming home at three four five o'clock whatever time whenever he was done working you know what I'm saying busting his ass on a day-to-day -day basis like monday through friday um my mom like i said she was an alcoholic Every single day, my dad came home. They would just be back and forth, back and forth, arguing, whatever have you. My parents got divorced when I was in eighth grade. Yeah, eighth grade going into freshman. So eighth, the summer of eighth grade, right after I graduated, going into into freshman year. Like so, literally. So every summer, I would go to Puerto Rico. I would go to Puerto Rico in June. So literally, the day that I left Puerto Rico, I I left or I left New York to go to Puerto Rico. I left New York. It was like the last day of school in June, bro. My mom was still living at home with me. My parents were still together. Literally, I land in Puerto Rico. My mom's kicked out of the house. She's not living with us anymore. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. I'm an only child, by the way. So imagine I'm an only child. I'm a boy, right? For all all the boys out there who have mothers, you understand that connection that you have with your mother as a kid. Yeah, so bro. my mother, she kicked out, whatever have you. And now the fucked up thing about my mom did is once, like, she kind of molded me throughout life painting like this evil image of my dad to me you know what i'm saying like kind of like 
oh, I could trust my mom to tell her things that I did wrong in school, whatever have you, but I couldn't trust my dad to, to be honest with my dad and tell him these things. You know what I'm saying? I had to like hide everything from my dad. I would have to lie to my dad about my mom's drinking, whatever have you. So my mom did a very good job of painting this evil imagery of my dad. So it's like once I got to high school, I'm living with my dad. So I'm living with my dad for the four years that I'm in high school. So I see my dad as a villain. I see my dad as a bad guy. So for me, it's like, yeah, my dad's there, but my dad's not there for me. Because I don't feel like I'm able to talk to him about anything because I have never trusted this man to talk to him about anything that I've done wrong, anything that I felt like I've needed to talk to my whole life. So now the, in the most pivotal points of my life, my mom's not living with me anymore, the person I used to confide in all the time. My, my relationship is training with her, but now I'm home with my dad. But I also feel like I can't talk to him because I felt like I couldn't talk to him my whole life. You know what I'm saying? And that's what drove me in going back to our first initial point in mental health. I was... I, Freshman year of high school, going into sophomore for, sophomore year, I was going out with, with someone, whatever have you. We end up breaking up. So I have all this shit going on at home with my mom, my dad, and I just break up with my girlfriend. So my mental space, we want to talk about depressed. I was depressed, severely depressed. I was literally walking around in school all day long, headphones in, like not talking to a single fucking person. I wouldn't talk to anybody. I, had, I was on a baseball team, didn't I? I didn't even get along with the kids on my team. You know what I mean? And it was more so to do with the relationship I started building with my coach. And that's why I said to you about my coach, I feel like a good coach could save a life. And granted, I love my coach to death. I don't think he was the best baseball coach. I will say that. I don't think he was the best. I don't think he was the best. Like, I don't think he was the best baseball coach. But I do think he was one of the greatest people I've ever met in my life. Like talking about personality and just people as, as just as a person. If I didn't have him, I don't know if I'd be sitting here right now recording this episode with you. Yeah, bro. Real shit. And I feel like a lot of the bullshit I even went through in high school, whatever, all the, all the high school drama I went through was because of that relationship I built with him because none of the kids on my on my team. And that's another thing, too, for high school kids. Yo, if, you have fucking, if you're on a team or some shit like that and you have like the, uh, you feel like there's someone on the outcast in your team, whatever have you, like the eyeball out, bring them in Word, because bro. you don't know what the fuck they're going through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because for me, I felt like I was being outcasted by my team the entire for, for, for the entirety that I was there because of the relationship I built with my coach. And they were, I feel like they looked at it as like more like, oh, he's a kiss ass, whatever have you. Like, and it wasn't even like that. It was like, nigga, I need help. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm struggling. Like, I don't even, I don't even want to be alive right now. Like, I'm not even trying to walk around. Like, I don't even want to be here anymore. You know what I mean? And this relationship that I have with this person is saving me right now. So it's like if you and and you guys treating me like this is not helping my my case of not wanting to be here. You know what I mean? Like me feeling like I like I'm unwanted on the on a team is making me feel like I'm unwanted more on this planet, and it's kind of just it's kind of just triggering and and like just pacifying my thoughts. You know what I mean? And it's like if I don't have this one person in school that I could come to every single day that actually that I feel like actually cares about me and loves me. Who's to say I'm here or not? You know what I'm saying? And, that, and that's only because, and the only reason why I even felt like that was because, going, going back to it, because of the, just the way I was raised on thinking of the, the thought process of behind my dad and the imagery that was painted around my dad. So it's like, I could relate to you on that aspect of, like, I had my dad, he was physically there, but I did not feel like he was ever there emotionally because I just was detached from him emotionally. You know what I mean? And I mean, you have talked about this, yeah, mad this times, I, man, yeah, last year and shit like that. But it's like, and you even seen it. Like mm-hmm. me and my dad now, I get along great with my dad. I love my dad to death. I'm literally my dad's twin. You know what I'm saying? The only thing is I curse more than my dad. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much like the only difference. But I'm literally my dad's twin. Like I carry myself the same way as him um, at, to an extent. I think he's a better man than I am by far as, as of right now. Still got he's, time. Also, 
he's also been around 25 years longer than I have. Exactly. So I, th- I think I think I'm on good pacing. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, it, it's a very interesting dynamic because it's like you could still you can. And now I'm sure there might be not even might be. There's definitely plenty of other people on this planet who have a similar story to me. You know what I'm saying? Who have a father figure there, but don't feel like they have a father figure there. But there's definitely plenty of them who aren't fortunate enough to have come across someone that they feel like they could they could look up to and they could relate to, and someone who feel that they feel like actually cares about them that they can confide in. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like I got lucky as fuck with my coach. I'm not even gonna lie, because the shit that I was telling him legally, you know what I'm saying? He and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drop any names just because of legally. Um, but like. He would technically, like, if, if you're a teacher and a, a student comes to you talking about any suicide or anything like that, like, you're supposed to go to the school guidance counselors and shit like that, and you're supposed to, like, get them arranged to see the school guidance counselor. I didn't want to see the school guidance counselor. I didn't want to talk to talk to them. And he trusted me enough yeah. to not talk to the school guidance counselor. Like, he, like, allowed me to genuinely just confide in him and not bring it and escalate it to more than it had, or more than I felt like it needed to be escalated. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that's commendable because it's like, he's literally put his fucking job on the line for me type shit. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't have to do that. He could have been like, yeah, this kid needs help. I'm not about to sit here and listen to this kid talking all the fucking time. Like, I'm going to go to someone else who could talk to him about it. But it's like, no, like, he did something that most people aren't going to do. And it's like, honestly, if you're a fucking teacher and some shit like that, and you're not willing to do something like that, you probably shouldn't be teaching. To be honest, like G, like G, not like G shit. Nah, like, real talk though. Like, real there's talk. a lot. There's a lot of there's a lot of teachers in in the education system who won't sit there and take the time to listen to a student. You know what I'm saying? Who won't sit there and take the time to build a relationship strong enough with a student to be able to make a, a student feel comfortable enough or feel cared about enough to be like, I could talk to this guy or I could talk to this this woman about this. You know what I mean? And but yeah, that's it's just fucking it's just crazy. It's just literally crazy how it's like how we could have such a similar experience. But for two completely different oh, that's reasons. That's what I was gonna say earlier. Like it's kind of crazy that you were bringing all that up because as I'm thinking about it and I'm listening to what you're saying and I'm taking everything in, it's like, bro, like one decision that one person made changed everything. Changed everything. Like yeah. my like your parents put up when you were in high school, right? My parents put up when I was six. So. That one decision that my that my parents made to ultimately divide and split changed the dynamic of how me and my sisters were raised going forward. It changed how we learned. It changed how we understood things. It changed how we became different people. Like at six years old, bro, and my mother may watch this, my sisters may watch this. We used to sit on the stoop and cry. We used to cry, bro, because we wanted our father. We would want to see him and interact with him, right? And each side, I kind of feel like there was faults on each side from each parent, you know. But that, oh, yeah, but I, I, I don't mean one of the but there definitely, there's definitely faults on both sides from both my parents. I just want to say that I don't want it to make it seem like I'm I'm bashing my mother in any way. I love my mother because that's my mother, regardless of any trials and tribulations we've been through. This is not. Not sharing any of this shit to bash either one of them or to paint them out to be like bad people or one's a good guy, one's a bad guy. I'm not doing that at all. I'm just telling you my side of the of my life. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? My perspective and Real what talk. I went through. Continue on what but you nah, were saying though. I kinda feel like it was it was false on both sides, right? And I honestly feel as if like 
even though there were faults on both sides, there could have been a lot better of communication, a lot better, a lot more communication, a lot more of uh, compassion, you know? And um, I can relate to something that you said, and it was the lack of emotion that was shared between you and your parents is the reason why you went to start thinking the way you did and go into that depression. And that's kind of what happened to me as well. Going through high school was like, I would communicate with my mother. We would speak about things, but it was like certain things I couldn't speak to her about. She's my mother. She's not my dad. Yeah. You know, I may look at her as my father and my mother, and that's my role model. That's the person that I literally, you know, imitated going forward in life, but I can't do that. Now, at this point in my life, because I'm 22, I'm no longer 10, I'm no longer 12. I can't picture and maneuver the same way as my mother did, you know? But when it comes down to it, that one ability to sit down and have a conversation with your child or the one ability to just make sure and understand that your son or your daughter is okay, that one thing can change the dynamic of their life going forward. That wasn't had until around I got to what my senior year of high school, maybe my freshman year of college, where we really started talking, like really having yeah. conversations. And all throughout high school, like I was in contact with my father. Like I don't want people to understand or like think that like we don't have any type of relationship. No, going through high school, we started to gain a different and a better relationship. It's just that it's just that thing that we were talking about in the beginning. This was that physical, exactly physical aspect. You feel me? So it was like sometimes he would come to my football games, you know. So that'll be like I physically see him. But it's like that emotional detachment from a parent and a, and a child is severely important. Like, it, it's so important, bro. And if you don't that's, have that emotion. That's why when the baby comes out the womb, they put him on the father's chest. You feel me, bro? So that they like can the get that skin-to-skin connection. Yeah. And I've never been able to have that. So that kind of, like, puts me into a situation because then it's like, I feel like everything that takes place in my household may not be on my shoulders, but that's how I look at it. Because I, I kind of look at it and see it as if like, yeah, my uncles were there from time to time, but as soon as they left, I was the man of the house. Like, not even in that aspect. Like, my grandmother, she just retired not too long ago, so a lot of the stuff around that house, she does because she enjoys it. That, that's like her fun. But before she retired, I tried my very best to take care of every single thing in the house that I possibly could. You feel me? And that type of feeling to feel like everything is on your shoulders, like the world is on your shoulders, bro. I feel like I'm just chosen for something different. Yeah. So in the aspect of me having to be not having to be, but being depressed or, or feeling as if like I have really bad anxiety or being around too many people bothers me or I don't have that emotional connection with my parents that I, that I really want or need to have. Regardless of any of that, bro. There's always like a a silver lining to things. There's always like a a good things or a good way to look at it. Like right now, we're looking at it from that point as corny as it may sound. Yeah, as corny as it may sound, bro. It may come off as like weird and like tacky as it may seem, but coming from somebody that has lived it, bro, one perspective is like, damn, like that shit really took place. The other perspective is like, I would rather have it like this, and I wouldn't change it for anything because it evolved me a lot earlier. It made me a lot smarter than I thought it was gonna make me, bro. Yeah, like, it's a fact. My It'll mind be, moves we're twi- crazy. We're twenty-two talking like this, and not not this, not the shit to talk anybody else. But there's not. You're not gonna come across a lot of twenty-two-year-olds with our, of our perspective. Type of intellect. Two twenty-two-year-olds. Like, honestly, I'm gonna be very truthful to y'all. 
Like, I can go to school and I can be on the dean's list. I can go to school and I can be the best lacrosse player on the team. And I'm being, I'm being like very blatantly honest. Like I had the ability to do so. You feel me? And this is just like to tell you, like the 22 year olds that we are, I'm choosing not to. Like I'm choosing to, to stay here. You feel me? I can do a whole bunch of different things, but we are making the conscious decisions to sit in this point in our lives and make things happen by ourselves rather than depend on a system that has proven, literally proven to put people down into a downward spiral. So instead of us going from a perspective of like, yeah, everything is bad, it's our past. Nah, everything is good. We're on the right route. We're 22 years old. We have very good intellect, very intelligent. We're not in school. We could be college athletes, but we're not college athletes. And we're at home making a podcast. Yeah. Talking about <laughs> mental health. Talking and about I wanna fucking, role I, models. I do, do want to say too, um, and as, as corny as this may sound too, and as, as repetitive as this may sound because everyone fucking says this shit, but you're never going to, whatever you believe in, if it's the universe, if it's God, whatever whatever it is that you believe in, that higher power is never going to put anything, or just the world, is never going to put you through something that you cannot oh, conquer. Come on, like, we, like Like, our, our souls, this vessel was not designed to just sit here and crumble and just break and not be able to push through and, and get past it. You know what I'm saying? Like that. And not to that, cut you off, bro. I don't mean to cut you off, but this low-key leads into the next topic, which is mentality. Oh, perfect! Like, I, didn't talk, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't even know that. But yeah, but um, literally, it. like it's like it's literally just, it's literally just a mental construct. It's like, and I'm not gonna sit here and say it's easy. It's not easy by any fucking means. It's probably, it's honestly probably the hardest. It's probably the hardest thing in life to do. To be honest with you, is to keep that mental fortitude and to consistently remind yourself that you're capable of getting through things, or just to keep on reminding yourself that there's something more important than just what's going on right in front of you you know what i mean like to get past the to be in the moment but to get past the moment to like to be or to be in the moment and recognize or see to be in the moment but see past what's happening in that moment if that makes any sense you know what i mean like not only not just being in the moment and and playing victim and being all upset and shit like that because like something bad happened to you or you know what I'm saying? Being upset because someone passed away that was close to you, whatever happened. Like I could, or I could speak to that um, more specifically because I've had two of the closest women in my life. I've lost both of them. Um, my grandma and my godmother. My godmother, I lost my senior year of high school, literally the beginning of my senior year of high school. Um, and my grandma, I lost a year and a half ago, almost two years. So it's like, I could have, taking both of those situations and I could hold on to that shit forever. And now I'm going to hold on to it forever, but I'm going to hold on to them forever. I'm not going to hold on to the situation and the pain and make myself relive it over and over and over again and be upset. Now I do have my moments where I just think about my aunt or I think about my grandma and I just cry. I'll sit there and if I have to cry for 30 minutes, I'll cry for 30 minutes. If yeah, I have to bro. cry for an hour, I'll cry for an hour. If I have to cry for two hours, I'm going to cry for two hours. Let that if I have to cry out, for bro. five minutes, I'm going to cry for five minutes. Let that shit out. I don't give a fuck if, you're a, if you think it's manly to cry or not. That's a whatever, fact. It's, it's, it's more manly to cry. And I want to let you know as well, too, don't ever hold it in. Don't ever hold it in because that release is a, an energy release that you need to release. It's your, your body needs to get it out. Your soul needs to release it. Like, I literally... There was one day I had, I, bro, I literally, I got into an argument with my mom and I called my dad, bro. I was like, I was going ballistic. I was going absolutely ballistic. I, bro, I tell you, I sat in my car 
and I pro- I was like literally uncontrollably crying probably for like fucking like two three hours like I literally could not stop but I felt amazing after I stopped crying like literally I felt I felt like refreshed I felt like a new person because it's like all that it was just so much pent up energy that I just wasn't releasing that it was like all right my nigga like, you need to let this shit go now and it's like when you let it go it feels great. But when you hold on to it, it doesn't feel great because there's nothing great about what you're holding on to. Like holding on to that shit, it's mentally draining, it's physically draining, it's emotionally draining. Like it literally drains you to the core. Like real talk, I don't I don't need to stop it. I'm sorry. You good, you good. To connect on what he just said, bro, I want you to understand this. As a young man, me being twenty two, as Angel being twenty two years old, I don't want you to think that you cannot cry, bro. I don't want you to think that you cannot like be okay with your emotions like it's so much more manly like it's way manlier for you to be able to understand yourself understand how you feel acknowledge how you feel and go through the emotion face that shit and then get through it and continue doing your thing and keep grinding and keep going and keep continuing to get to that next level instead of you sitting there saying all right you know what let me just sit here in this pity feel the way i feel and not tell anybody how I feel. No. Go speak, bro. Let this shit That's out. Let here's people one thing know. I, Go ahead, bro. I, I want to interject here. Here's one thing I want to do say. Um, and if if you have friends that you feel like, or not even feel like, if you have friends that if you open up to and you talk to them and you let go of your emotions and you cry in front of them and they start clowning you because of it, those are not your friends. I just want to let you know. Real that. talk, bro. I just want to let you know that. Cause I had a moment. Part. I had a moment last year when I was with Chaucer. And that's honestly when I could genuinely say that I knew you were really my friend and you were really my boy when I was able to just openly express my emotions and I like literally just was going through so much that I ended up crying in front of him. I don't I don't so normally cool. ever really cry in front of friends. I've cried in front of a couple of my friends before just having really genuine conversations and those are my friends. Like, you know what I mean? Because I've never been judged for those moments. And if you have those moments with people and they sit here and clown you because of it, remove them from your life and find some new people to surround yourself with that are actually going to, you know what I'm saying, uh, embrace those emotions with you and, and actually be empathetic towards it and be there for you rather than just be bashing you for it. That's a fact. That's a big fact, bro. A very, very, very big fact. But on top of the mentality as well, this whole thing that we're talking about, bro, from young guys not having role models to mental health. There's this one thing that you got to understand and one construct that you got to that really, really, really pinpoint, bro. And I posted it on my story today and it, it simply is just like this. You wake up every single day, every single day you wake up and you get two things, bro. Two things. A chance and a choice. You get a chance and a choice. What you do with your choices, what you do with your chance really dictates where your life goes. The things you do, the choices that you make with the chance that you have really will dictate your entire life, bro. It will change every single dynamic of where you're going to go and how you're going to go get it done. Like, for example, we're sitting here today, we're making a podcast, yes, for our enjoyment, yes, for your enjoyment. This podcast can lead to so many other things because we genuinely enjoy it. We're putting our all into this podcast. This is what we're doing. This is the choice that we made with our chance so that we can proceed and excel in life. What are you going to do with the chance that you have each and every single day? What are the choices that you have, the choices that you are going to make with your chance each and every single day? You feel me? 
So when it comes down to you being the same age as us and being and not having that role model, bro. Go, or being younger than us. Or being younger than us. There's people 17, or being older 18. Than us. Facts, bro. I know people that are, what, 35 that still don't know what they want to do. Bro, you're mad young. 35 is mad young. Yes, I have extreme. You're, I'm you're young mad young hell, until but, you're mad young until the day you fucking drop dead. To be honest, simple, bro. You have all like, this until time you, until you drop until you die. You until you die. You have time to 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 change your life to be the the life that you want to live. Exactly, bro. Honestly, you have all this time and all this space to really be this person that you truly want to be. You know, so don't don't sit here and and not have a sense of urgency for the things that you want. If you really want something, if you really want to go get it, if you really want to get to that level, go do it. The only thing holding you back right now is yourself. And this is something that I had to understand for me, bro. So I put the whole entire world on my back. I put my family on my back, I put mental health on my back. In the back of my head, I had mental health. And then it popped up and literally like took me off of the face of the planet type shit, bro. Like I wasn't posted nowhere i wasn't speaking to nobody no nothing but then that thing starts to take inside of your brain that you've always had in you that thing that really decides to like put you two steps back and lets you look and see what's directly in front of you it lets you view your life from a different perspective from a different viewpoint and allows you to get back into that grind that's what you need to do you need to take those two steps back and really internalize and take in Every single thing that's directly in front of you, bro. And I guarantee you, your life is going to fucking prosper and you're going to get to the next level because now you have that inner understanding of who you truly are and where you want to go in life, bro. That's simply what it comes down to. Simply what it comes down to. That is, that is a big, big, big fact. But another thing I want to talk to, to the point since we're talking about mental health, um, what I want to talk about is, so like you spoke about Men or boys growing into men, whatever have you, having a lack of a, a male role model in their life. I want to talk to the point of whether it be boys or men who are. We we had a little bit of the conversation last week about relationships. But I want to talk about who people who are who are men who are in relationships with women who make them feel undervalued or devalued. Oh my god, yo. Um. Get it. Listen, I have. I've been through it. I have a, I honestly haven't, thankfully, and I don't think I ever will because I think I, I'll be able to recognize it when it's happening just because I'm educated on it now. Now, yo, bro, um, now, yes, 100%. And I, I say I'm educated on it now because I've, I've seen it happen to other people that I hold close to me. I, I Friends that I have close to me that I feel like that are in relationships with people now and have been in relationships with people before who don't value them um i have one friend that literally consistently and you know exactly who he is i'm not gonna name drop but you know who he is and he's with his girl constantly makes him feel like shit like all the time like when i tell you like i see like you know you, everyone has everyone has someone on their snapchat or instagram that posts a black screen or just posts a picture and it's just a fucking a depressing ass caption you know what i'm saying and the other day he posted um, something along the lines of basically like not feeling like he's good enough for anybody or anything. And I already know what he's referring to at this point because I've seen this same post probably about four or five times in the past year. It's it comes in spurts. It's like a couple months, 
Like let's say like two, let's say like two, three months. Everything's fine. All of a sudden, boom! I, you see one of the posts, and it might be even like for like a fucking week or or two. Like it's just consistent, like random days. Like all of a sudden, you keep on seeing like posts referring to the same thing. Then another two, three months pass, and all of a sudden, boom! It pass, it pops up again. Then another two, three months pass. Nothing. You don't see anything about it. Then boom, pops up again. So he posted it again. So I replied. I I had swiped up to him on his shit, and I told him like, dude, I'm like at this point. You need to make a decision in your life on what you're gonna do. Like, if it's the same person making you feel the same way, something has to change. Something has to give. Something has to change, and this goes to women too. Yes, it goes to women. Like women, because I'm not gonna sit here and act like women don't deal with toxic men who make them feel the same way. It it exists, right? There's toxicity in both genders. It's not. This is not a fucking gender specific thing, right? Especially, I want to speak more so to men because I feel like men have this like we. A lot of men are walking around with egos and they have a lot of fucking pride and they feel like they make it, they make it, they make it seem to the public that they're too strong to be broken down by a woman when it's the complete opposite. The complete we're, opposite, we're bro. Too, we're too weak to, to stay strong against a woman that is maliciously hurting you in that way because once we decide to open up emotionally, it's, we're opened up emotionally. You know what I'm saying? At least for me personally. And, but, I could say from outside looking in with my friend as well, that's exactly what it looks like. It's once he's he's opened up emotionally fully as a man, and it's now it's like now I'm vulnerable to you, and now you're taking advantage of my vulnerability. You know what I mean? And yet, women will get upset when a man doesn't open up, but when you have to deal with women who will take advantage of you opening up and take advantage of the vulnerability and and hurt you, and literally take a fucking knife to your heart and just stab you and just twist and turn. Until you can't take it anymore, you know what I'm saying? That's a problem. For men, it's like, bro, you just have to you have to recognize when it's happening. And if it happen, if it happens once, all right, you know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe it's a fluke. Maybe, maybe like it was just some, you know what I'm saying? It, it was, just happened. Maybe it was maybe it was a really fucking bad day for the both of you, whatever have you. Like maybe it, just some, it was just some, maybe it was just some real bullshit. Yeah. Happens another time. Red flag. All right. Like, now I got to start, like, really paying attention to this shit. Facts. Happens the third time, bro, I'm not going to lie. Pack your shit and just get the fuck out. And, and I'm going to be honest, Leave. bro. And, and wait, hold on. One more right, thing. I don't give a fuck what ties you have to the woman, bro. I don't give a fuck if you have kids. If you got fucking five, ten kids, bro, you got to figure it the fuck out for yourself. Figure it out. Because if you really love your kids, if you really love those those extensions of yourself... The only way you're really going to truly love them and be able to love them the way that you want to be able to love them is getting yourself out of a situation where you are not being loved. Okay? There is no fucking way on this planet you're going to be able to love someone as much as you want to be able to love them if you cannot be able to love yourself and you can't take care of yourself. You can't take care of yourself if you're in a in a in a in an environment, if you're living somewhere, if you're laying next to someone who's making you feel like shit, who's making you feel like the shit that you're doing is not worthwhile who's making you feel like the shit that you're doing is not beneficial to either one of you you know what i'm saying who's making it seem like the dreams that you want to trace or chase are 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 not um they're not grass okay. they're not in yeah they're not they're not obtainable they're not in arm's reach for you you know what i'm saying if you're with someone like that they're not doing anything for you to be able to to sub to sustain growth they're not do, they're not fucking fertilizing the soil at all whatsoever they're literally fucking putting the shade over the plant 
and blocking you from any type of sunlight. And they're not letting you get any water either. They're literally keeping you stagnant and they're going to keep you to stay at the same size until you decide to shrivel up and just fall over. Like there's there's no, nothing beneficial in that for you or your kids. It's a toxic environment for your kids to even grow up around because now your kids are getting a skewed vi- vision of what love looks like. Okay. And we just now spoke about this shit. Literally just na- spoke about yeah, it. Now you're gonna now you're gonna have a kid who who grows out into into the world not understanding what real love looks like. Right. Now you're obviously everyone's gonna have to get broken heart or something at some point to learn. But now you're putting your your child male or female into a position to possibly get heartbroken in a sense that they don't need to be heartbroken in because they don't understand what's not healthy they might end up in an abusive relationship now because they don't understand that this is not healthy because they've seen it at home with mom and dad all right so just because you think that oh i want to stay like uh i i feel i feel like shit she's making me feel like shit but i want to keep in the relationship because i have a kid and i want my daughter to have both parents let me tell you something Having both parents in the fucking same household together does not necessarily mean that it's healthy for the kid. Does not necessarily mean that you're going to have, she's going to, he or she's going to have a healthy lifestyle and he or she's going to grow up, you know what I'm saying, mentally stable. It might be even more damaging for your kid to see that shit and grow up with that shit than it is for your, for you to do the co-parenting shit. All right. like, Don't fucking sit here and, and sacrifice your sanity because you have a kid. I understand it's a kid involved, whatever have you. and it's commendable if you are a man who genuinely is there for your kid and loves your kid. But at the end of the day, men have the highest suicide rate. Okay. Don't be one of those men who have who who fall in that statistic because you wanted to try to bite the bullet because you wanted to try to be a man and all macho and shit like that. Like, no, bro, you got feelings too. We understand that. Okay, yeah. take care of those fucking feelings so you can take care of those fucking kids because those kids are. Let's just say if if this person makes you feel like that. God forbid you're not here anymore in the picture for the, for your kid. What is a mother going to make the kid feel like? We don't know. You know what I'm saying? And are you really going to leave that in her hands to just be it only her instead of giving your kid a fighting chance to be with someone that you know has their best interest and not to knock the other the other party because it could just be a, a something where the two parties, the, the men and the, the husband and wife or the boyfriend, girlfriend just don't get together. But it could also be a situation where that mother or that father is toxic to both the child and the parent and then now you're going to sit here and leave your child in the hands of a toxic person to grow and then just grow into being another toxic human being because that's usually how the pattern works that's literally what like, happens, don't do that bro. shit that's literally what don't happens. do that shit literally not what do happens. that shit All the way if you have to be fucking selfish for a year and get your shit together do and take it. care of yourself do it do if it. that means that you're going to be around for 20 30 years longer for your fucking kids no, not being a fucking dickhead. Real talk. I, I don't mean to, I'm not trying to, you know what I'm saying, come at y'all, but like, honestly, at, at some point, it's dickhead shit when you're just sitting here putting yourself in the same position over and over and over again. It's literally the definition of insanity. Literally, literally the definition, definition of insanity. insanity bro. Like, you put yourself in the same situation over and over and over again, but you're expecting a different result. How can you expect a different result from the same person who's doing the same shit over and over and over again? Simple Doesn't make any thing, sense. It's very, very, very simple. All the way through, it's. And it's hard. And I, I don't and, and and I don't want to make it seem like it's the easiest thing to do because it's not. You know what I'm saying? But nothing in life is easy. There's never been anything about this shit that's easy. You learn that shit as soon as you graduate fucking high school. That this shit gets hard. It doesn't get easier. It gets harder. It, it just depends on how you feel like you want to deal with this shit. And honestly, as as though it gets harder, you know what I'm saying? There's certain decisions. There and that, and 
I feel like this is a very key point too, and this is, yeah, I think this is very powerful. It's not just with this specifically, but there's going to be decisions that you have to make in life that are going to be difficult. They're going to be hard, but that hard decision make for an easier life. That one hard decision can make for an easier life. So just because just because making that decision is difficult and it's a long process, whatever have you, look at it for more than just what's happening right now. There's going to be certain decisions that you have to look at and make that are how is it going to impact me now, but you have to also think about all right, how is it going to impact me five years from now, ten exactly, years from now? Bro, exactly. Am I going to be if I make this decision today? Am I going to still be here in this same position? Five to ten years from now, am I going to be still dealing with the same emotions? Am I going to still be dealing with the same bullshit? If the answer is yes, if you if you make the decision, then all right, then you shouldn't make that decision. You shouldn't go down that path. Right. Going down the path is going to elevate your life in five to ten years from now, and you know what I'm saying. It's going to help you. It's going to bring more positive emotions, more positive energy to you in five to ten years from now. Then go in that direction. It's like everything, like. We're we're very we're very capable as human beings to understand what is right and what's wrong. You know what I'm saying? We have a moral compass. Like you can tell what the fuck is gonna what's gonna happen when you make a decision. It's very simple. Like obviously you don't you're not gonna know the full end result, but you're gonna have a general idea of how it's gonna impact you. So stop acting like we don't know what the fuck's going on. It's like at some point, like you need to get let go, like take the attachment, take something and fucked up as this may sound. Sometimes you have to take your emotions out of play in the moment. I'm not talking about your emotions long term. I'm talking about in the moment, how you're feeling in that moment. Fuck how you feel in that moment. Because emotions will fuck with the way that you, your judgment and the way that you make a decision. Fuck how you're feeling in that moment. You know what I'm saying? And if you can't fuck how you're feeling in that moment, then don't make the decision in that moment. Wait. Wait until everything is simmered down. Take an hour to yourself, two hours. Wait and, or remove yourself from that person, from that place, from that energy, from that environment. Whatever you need to do. To not feel those feelings when you're trying to make an important decision, put yourself in a place where you're feeling safer. You know what I'm saying? And and it you you're feeling just you feel safer. Everything's more tranquil. Everything's more there's more peace around you, so that you can make a level-headed decision. Don't make a life-changing decision based on emotion. That's the worst thing you can fucking do. Literally the worst thing you can. Do. Oh, real shit. It's like it's so simple. The whole construct of a relationship and trying your very best to stay in something that's not really good for you, bro. I've been through that shit. I've personally been through that shit where I was undervalued. And it I want to say it stemmed from what we were talking about earlier when it comes down to the role model of not really understanding the value that I have of myself, not really being able to look at it from that perspective and saying, okay, you know what? Like, look at it for who you are. You're very valuable. You're a valuable person. Know your worth. If you know your worth, you're never going to sit there and stay in something that's not for you, something that's not serving you. You have to understand who you are, understand what you bring to the table. And honestly, when it comes down to that, bro, like that whole what you bring to the table type shit, you can dead that, that for real, for real, what you bring to the table. Because honestly, and this is like 100% to end this, that whole discussion, women bring something different, men bring something different, okay? To coexist the way we need to go, to do what we're really planned to do in this life, which is bring more life into this world you simply have to bring both of what you are at this point together and then grow together as two two completely individual people two completely individual realities and journeys 
that decide to come together in order to make something a lot better than it already was. That's what a relationship has to be. That's simply what it has to be. The man gives 100, the woman gives 100. If one person gives 50-50, that means only one person is getting half. Why are they only getting half? You feel me? Yeah, yeah, that, I, hate, I hate that concept, bro. I hate that concept, bro. Like, I, hate, I, hate, I hate that concept of 50. Oh, it's 50-50. No, a relationship is not 50-50. Bro. 50, it's 100-100. Uh, yeah, a relationship is 100-100. If you're not both giving your all in a relationship, then why the fuck are you in why a relationship? Why are you even together, bro? It makes no sense. Why are you there? Why no are we here? If we're giving 50-50, I don't want your 50%. Where's your other fifty percent? Yeah, like where's your other fifty percent going? Where is it going, bro? You're bugging. Like, like you have to no, give it bring that shit over here, sis. Yeah, like, we need it. We need it here. The best understanding. Like, I, we need it. it together. The best. You know how much stronger? You know how much stronger the relationship is. You know how much more shit you can get accomplished if it's a hundred, a hundred. If you're both putting your all into a relationship, like shit could actually get fixed. Your relationship could actually be healthy. You know what I'm saying? And another thing too, yo, don't fucking man or woman, whatever. If you're an ambitious person, you have dreams, and you're with someone who doesn't have dreams and leave, is not ambitious, leave, leave. what the fuck are you doing leave, with bro, them? Bro, bro, bro. Hold on, hold on. Don't think that you could change them to fucking... Don't think that you could start planting seeds and make them dream. That's not how it works. I'll be if the they don't have first. dreams, it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. They're going to stop you from accomplishing your dream, and then you're going to look 20, 30 years from now being like, what the fuck was I doing? Bro, when you're wiser, when you're older and wiser, and you're not thinking with your fucking dick or whatever the case may be, and you're actually thinking with your brain and 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 looking at life for what it is, what it is, mm -hmm. and then you're like, "Fuck, I just wasted 20, 30 years of my life doing absolutely fucking nothing with this person for this person, literally for absolutely no reason." Bro, and it's like you need to literally take that for what it is, bro. Like if you're gonna plan on getting into a relationship, if you're gonna plan on talking to somebody. Right. A lot of men do this thing where it's like, I got to have the most hoes. A lot of men do this thing where it's like, I got to, I got to, I got to, I don't even want to say it like that. I got to have sex with the most girls type of things. Right. No, it comes down to this one, to a very simple construct. You find somebody that adds, find somebody that adds to what you want to do. If that person can add to what you want to do and that person dreams the same way as you do, go get it. There's no need to spend any more time trying to talk to other people, trying to find somebody else. No. If it's supposed Thanks. to happen that way, bro, then it'll happen that way. If you're not meant to be together, together then you won't be together. It's just how it's going to work. The universe always works out for you every single time. It always works out for you, bro. And it will never stop working out for you. The universe is always supposed to work in your favor as long as you're thinking that it is working in your favor. We just get in our own way. Yeah, exactly. We just get in our own way. So when it comes down to a relationship, what you have to do is genuinely find the person that adds to your life. They have to literally be you. Like you, you it cannot be an opposite attract type of thing, bro. Opposites do not attract. Don't allow anybody to tell you that stupid shit. Opposites don't attract when it comes down to it could relationship. Be, thing, bro. I mean, it did, I I will say the opposites attracting. It depends on what context of opposite you're talking. Exactly. There's very different forms of opposite. Exactly. Like you could, it could be opposite interests. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you opposite interests. Yes. Okay. Cool. No problem. Yeah. But you can't have opposite ideologies. No. You can't think differently. Like, no. You could think differently. You now I don't want to say can't think differently because you could think differently. Yeah. But the basis of or like the fundamentals can't be too far off. You know what I mean? Like obviously never, no, I wouldn't want to be with someone who, who thinks ident identical to me. Cause I'm going to get annoyed. Like I yeah. want you to contest me. Yeah. I want you to oppose me in certain exactly. situations, but I also want you to, to 
go along with me in certain situations too. Like I need you to, I need us to be on the same level playing field on the way that we're thinking about things, but our thoughts don't necessarily need to be the same. You have to be on the same frequency. Why didn't you say that word correctly? What the frequency. fuck was that? You have to be <laughs> on the same frequency with the person that you're trying to engulf this relationship with. The person that's trying to grow with, you got to have the same frequency. If you guys yeah. are on the same frequency, if you're here and you're here, it's kind of like nature, right? We can't really hear everything that takes place in the world because we listen on a certain frequency. We can't see everything that takes place in the world because we look and visualize at a certain frequency. But when we are on the right frequency, we are able to perceive. So when you and the person that you are trying to get into a relationship with perceive similarly, nine times out of 10, it's going to work out. Because as Angel said, yes, you guys can have a similar mindset. But you want that person to contest you. You want that person to make you better. You don't want that person to be a yes man. You don't want that person to be like, oh, yeah. yeah I don't want any, yeah, you right. don't want anybody to be a yes yeah, man around right. you at all. Yeah, that, right. shit is, that shit is so toxic. Yeah, bro. Right. Having yes men is like the worst thing in the world. That's what I'm saying. The worst thing in the world. So in a relationship, it's not going to work out. You want that person to really try and come at you and come at you and come at you. But also, in certain other situations, you want that person to be like, yeah, you know what? Like, in this situation, you was right. In this situation, I'm going to say it. I'll take accountability for what I was doing. I was wrong. I'm sorry. And, that, and, we, don't mean, and we don't mean come at you in, like, a sense of, like, fucking, like, coming at your neck, like, yeah, arguing bro. and shit like that. Nah, Not that. Nah. It's coming at you in a sense of, like, just. Communication. Yeah. And a sense of argumentative. Yes. Not really argumentative, but, like, I guess, like, just a more constructive mm-hmm. conversation. Oh, like, I don't. I have conversations. I don't know how to specifically describe it, but it has to be within like a non-toxic, yeah, not way toxic, of communicating. Non-toxic yeah, like not no, yeah, not no bullshit. But we, I, I have conversations now with Shorty, and it's like we just speak, bro. It's like I'm just living with my best friend. Like that's literally what it is. Like I walk of around, course. I talk with my best friend. Wherever I go, I'm going. Are you coming too, best friend? We think the same way. So the same thing has to happen with you and your relationship. You have to think the same way. If you guys don't think similarly, bro, or even like a tad bit similarly, then that frequency is going to be ticked off a little bit. Because sometimes what happens is, especially if one person is spiritual and one person is not, that can't work here. I'm not going to lie. One person is going to always be here. Other person is going to always be here. You need to be here. Not at the same level in life. No. Not at the same level of education. No. Just the same level of frequency, the same energy, the same wavelength. If you guys are on the same wavelength, your relationship will work out perfectly fine. Just stop trying to look for everything else that's outside in the world. As a man, I understand you want to, yeah, like I, I want that shit. She looks good. Da, 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 da. Bro, come to the understanding that like you're not going to be here for long. You know, life is long, but in reality, the way time works, you're not going to be here for long. So you need she to. Not gonna, and she's not going to look like that forever. She's not going to look like that forever, bro. She'll go like that for probably like the next five, six years. I'd give her 10. Next 10 years. After those 10 years, bro, she's going to be looking like her grandma. And that's okay. You have to, if you're going to really be with a person, grow with them. As they get older and their looks change and their thoughts change, their ideologies change, you got to change with them. You have to adapt to a new lifestyle. Relationships are very simple. But I'm also going to go to the other perspective of the relationship that Angel was talking about. Right? He said, men, this happens to a lot when they get into a relationship with a woman. And they allow the woman to really take control, right? They allow the woman to do certain things, to speak to him a certain type of way. And his emotions get tied up. His pride 
gets tied up thinking that, oh, yeah, she's not doing that. In reality, she really is doing that. Right. On the other end, you have women like that. And I personally will take accountability for some shit like this before. Bro. I've done it. Like I've literally done that shit. And I think that it it comes from not blaming it on anything, but it comes from the shit that I've been through as to how I deal with situations now. You know, it comes from the way I was taught. It comes from the trauma that I haven't at the time that I didn't acknowledge and get through, you know? So if you're, before you even get into a relationship with somebody, bro, and you're thinking about it or you're kind of slopey, you just don't know what to do or how to do it, face the shit that you got to go through first. If you have shit that you have to go through, go through that first, bro. Do not take that shit and put it on somebody else. Because now what happens is that person's going to start to resent you. And that person's going to start to really dislike you. Even though you may be giving them a certain type of energy where it's like, oh, you're going to make them better. Or you guys can really prosper if you just sat down and actually paid attention to what was in front of you. You could have had this from the very beginning. But instead of you coming in with that attitude, you came in with the, okay, yeah, I want you, but I don't want you. Okay, yeah, I want you, but nah, let me go see if there's something out there that's better for me. Nah, bro. If you don't know what you want, if you don't, if you haven't faced the shit that you have to face within yourself, take the time to do that now before you even start talking to somebody, bro. Don't waste their time. Don't hurt their feelings. Don't play with somebody else's heart, bro. That shit will come back to you and it will bite you in the ass. And it will literally put you in a spot of, damn, I wish. Damn, I regret. And you don't want to be in that position, bro. Because it's fucked up and it hurts. You feel me? So if you got yeah. shit to go through, bro, go through it now before you get into a relationship. You feel me? Face living all that in a place shit. Of re- living in a place of regret is definitely it's one of the worst it, places bro. to live in. It's not it. It's not it. And you have to be at the same time of you going through everything with yourself for you to prepare yourself for a relationship or for you to prepare yourself for the next level of your life. In order for you to do that, you have to face the shit that you did. Face the shit that you've been through, that you've gone through. That you have to get over in order for you to get over. You feel that, me? That And that's that right there is the key. Real shit, and that right, and that right there is the shit that a lot of people aren't willing to do. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, that's where the that's where the smoking comes into play. That's where the pill popping comes into play. That's when the drinking comes into play. Let me, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. This is gonna be a very, 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 very unpopular opinion. If you smoke every single fucking day of your life, you're smoking, and I'm, I'm not talking about if you're smoking at nighttime to, before you go to bed. That's an exclusion. <laughs> All right. Because it's like some people, whatever, yeah, you actually can't see, whatever the case may be. I'm talking like if you smoke every single day, like first thing you do, the first your first thought as soon as you wake up is to smoke. I'm talking about weed. First thing, your first thought is to smoke. You the Next hour, you're rolling up again, you're smoking. Hour after that, you're smoking again. And you're smoking again, you're smoking again. There is something inside you that you are running from. Whether you want to accept it or you don't. You have shit that you want to run from, whether it's whether it's it's traumas, whether it's feel like you don't have enough self-control to to operate without it. You know what I'm saying? Because I know people who who say that they smoke. And I have actually I one specifically one friend that I was having a conversation with. Um, And it's not again, it's not to shit talk. It's just to give context. 
just because if there's one person that's like this, I mean, there's more per- there's more people like this. Oh, yeah, my, my ideology, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's one person that experiences a certain thing. There, there's at least one other person that's experiencing something similar to what that person experienced. But he claims that he smokes all the time because he doesn't want to pop off on a nigga. You know what I'm saying? And he does have a track record of like, you know what I'm saying, being in the streets back in the day, like when he was younger, whatever have you. But he's older now. He's not not a kid anymore. And I so I told him I was having a conversation with him. I'm like, yo, I'm like, honestly, and this was when I started it was when I first like started uh quitting smoking weed. Like I haven't smoked I I mean I I smoked weed like once a couple weeks ago, but I was like for the past like beginning of this year I was smoking like damn like, every single day. I had to, I had a dad pen, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was hitting I was literally high all day long. Like I was not there was not a single moment throughout the day that I was not high. And it just got to a point where I was like I was just annoyed of being high. You know what I mean? Like I got, I got tired. I just started feeling like I was groggy as fuck all day long. Like I'm like, bro, like this shit feels, I was like, this shit just doesn't feel right. Like, and it's like, and I understood that it was just me just running from all the shit that I was upset with myself because I didn't accomplish. You know what I'm saying? All the things that I thought I could accomplish that I didn't accomplish yet. And it's like, I just started getting, diving too deep and thinking and too deep into it instead of just facing the fact of the matter that I needed to face and just getting past the shit, I was just trying to smoke it away. But I was telling my friend, to get back to my point, I was telling my friend, I was like, listen, I was like, I don't think, I was like, I don't think it's fair to you for you to keep on saying that, you know what I'm saying, you you can't get past or like you you can't operate without it. I was like, you haven't even given yourself the opportunity to grow, to be that person. Like you never will know if you could be that person if you don't give yourself the opportunity. You don't put yourself in a position to be that person. And you're definitely never going to be able to be that person if you tell yourself that you can't do these things without this. And that, in my eyes, and I'm pretty sure to the definition as well, is addiction. When you feel like you need a substance to be able to accomplish a task, it is an addiction, right? And I'm not speaking specifically on him. I'm speaking on the community of cannabis consumers who will smoke and are self-prescribing. I don't give a fuck what you're doing, what you're claiming it does for you. You're self-prescribing. You're self-medicating. So you want to smoke a recreation, whatever have you. Cool. If you're doing it all day long, you're, you're claiming it's because, oh, it helps me do this or... I need it to be able to do this. I need it to be able to, to go to work. I need it to be able to do like there to an extent. Yes. In certain cases you do need it. And, and for example, if someone who, for someone who has Parkinson's or something like that, like, yeah, they need it, but they usually are able now, now we're able to get it medicated. You know what I'm saying? Now we're able to get it medicinal. I, I understand it. If we were back in a time when it was illegal and you had to literally self self prescribe yourself to do this shit because you couldn't, access it through a doctor but now we're going into a time where you can go to a doctor and you can get a medical card and they will give it to you for medicinal purposes and you will get prescribed it and you will get a prescription amount you know what i mean so now when you have that access but you're still self-medicating you're still self-medicating you know what i mean and to me it's like what are you doing it for and then if you really look at what you're doing it for and you really sit there and look at what you're doing it for, and you really think about it, you start to realize that you don't need it for what you think you're doing it for. Like, for me, I was doing it at one point for for my mental health, for my depression. Now, I will say, it definitely did help me when I was in high school. 
definitely did help me get through the phase that I was in. But now that I'm 22, do I still need it to get through that phase that I was in? The phase that I was in was in high school. I'm not in high school anymore. I'm not 17 years old. I'm not 16. I'm 22. So for me to be doing the same shit that I was doing in high school at 22 years old doesn't make any sense. There's got to be a different way for me to, to, to solve the issue. Because now if I'm solving the issue the same way that I'm solving it in high school, solving it the way that I was solving it in high school has only gotten me to as far as I am right now. And now I'm, I'm at where I'm at right now because of me solving it the way that I was solving it in high school. So now I have to find a different way to solve my issues because clearly, like I just said, it has only got me to where I'm at now. I'm trying to go further. So there has to be a new way for me to be able to solve the issues that I'm dealing with. And it definitely can't be with that. Now, I'm not saying cannabis is bad. I'm not saying weed is bad. It definitely has its uses. And it's definitely, it is a definitely a great, a, great, a great herb, you know what I'm saying, for us to be able to use for very, very, very different reasons. But at the end of the day, when it comes to the self-medication and all that shit, it's got to stop. Like, within the community, it's unhealthy as fuck. It's super unhealthy. Because it's literally creating a, like, and it's literally creating a, dep- a dependency within our communities, especially minority-driven communities. It's creating a dependency, it's making it seem like we need this shit to be able to do this, whatever have you. And honestly, the weed is not going to stop you from being who you are. If you a crazy motherfucker, you still gonna be crazy. You still gonna pop off. If you wanna pop off with the weed in your system or not? It might calm you down a little bit, but if someone sets you off enough, yeah, you still right. gonna pop off. Like I've been, like I've, I'm not a fucking, I'm not a nut job or anything like that. Like I'm not some motherfucker who's just gonna shoot someone just to shoot someone. I'm not that type of violent person, but I definitely have my triggers, and I've definitely been high as fuck and been triggered while I'm high as fuck. And honestly, I feel like I was even more volatile while I was high as fuck because I was mad that my high got blown from someone triggering me while I'm high. Like I've definitely had more. I feel like I've had more volatile moments because I feel like once you get out of that space. It's like a fucking volcano erupts type shit. At least for me in my personal experience. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's never going to stop you from being you. And you're still going to be you. The weed is not going to change who the person is. Bro, the person's still going to be the person. Real shit. It's just a matter of if you want to accept that the person is the person. Honestly, and that's, bro. That's honestly, bottom line. Like, I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck because I'm, I'm listening to you, bro. And it's like, I, that's, that has facts. For the last, I want to say, Three weeks, bro. For the last three weeks, I'm not fucking the last month, the entire month of August, bro. And I mean every single day of the month of August, except yesterday, right? I was high every single day. Every single second of every single day, I was smacked. Now, when I say I was smacked, bro, I mean like gone. Like I'm going places, gone. I'm having conversations gone. People are talking to me and I'm like, fuck are you talking about? Like, what are you saying? Gone, bro. But I came to the realization in the middle of the month that the weed only magnifies the way I was already thinking. Like, I was already in that downward spiral before I started smoking the weed. The weed helps to calm you down 
but it does not stop the thought process of your mind. Hell no, you, I feel like you start thinking about shit more in bro, depth when you're, when you're I was high, high you just... bro. And I'm thinking like, yeah, I need to like really like get chill. I need to chill down. I would get high and fall into a deeper thought process, bro. A deeper understanding, a deeper understanding. And it was like, bro, you need to face this shit. Fuck the weed. You have to face what you're going through because now you're smoking weed to get away from what you're trying to what you're trying not to face. When in reality, all you don't even need the weed. Just face what you gotta face and get over it. After I came to that realization, bro, I was like, all right, you know what? Let's keep trying to smoke the weed and see what takes place. I would smoke the weed, and the real reason why I was smoking is because when I go to the gym, I like to smoke. I like to smoke before I go to the gym. It's like that's my my pre workout. But but that and that's that's another thing though too. Mm-hmm. That's good. Like smoking weed before the gym is actually scientifically good. Yeah. It helps you burn more fat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It helps you actually c- cut into more muscle and mm-hmm. put on quicker muscle. So like that's why I'm saying it has its perks. Yeah, that's, so that's why. Fire. That's why I was also saying it depends on what you're using it for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have to analyze and see what the fuck you're using it for. Mm-hmm. Like let's say for your example, you you said that you were high literally basically all day for the past month. Yeah, and that would be a different story if you were going to the gym smoking before the gym every day mm-hmm. and then that was it and then you're maybe smoking at night and going to bed exactly. that's a different story exactly. because it's not you're not abusing it but when it comes to abusing it it's like bro that is i don't give a fuck what anybody says it's an addiction bro, you are fucking was, addicted if you're sitting here smoking every if you're smoking every bro literally like, i was i was hooked on weed because i was did i sitting here hitting my dad pen every 30 minutes why am I hitting? Why am I hitting it every thirty minutes? What the fuck? What is it doing? I'm bro, already high. Bro. It's not gonna make me any more high than I already am. I I'm just hitting it at this point. I'm literally ass. just sitting here, and now I'm just high. I feel like a fucking idiot. Cause I'm like zombified. I'm just fucking sitting here, smoked out, Chilling, like playing, con. yeah, like doing, like doing what? Accomplishing what? Absolutely fucking nothing. nothing. Literally not a thing. Watching it's not doing anything life, for anybody. Dwindle away because it's like when you're high, bro. To you, time feels like it's moving so slow. To you, but in reality, time is, like, is still going. Phew, it's still moving. Phew, 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 time is time is still moving the way it's gonna move, regardless. Out, bro, out. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say this is like I was high. I would go to the gym, workout, have a phenomenal workout. After the workout, I'd come home, get high again, and it's like, what am I smoking now for? Like, why yeah. am I smoking right now? What is the reason for me to be smoking right now for the hours that are like the most pivotal, pivotal? Pivotable. What the? F- what is going on? The most Whatever, pivotal. It's a new word. Facts. The, the most pivotal time in, of the day, midday, is where you can get the most done. You're at the highest energy. The sun's at its highest. You have the most amount of of all this fuel in your body to go get yeah, shit done. Not- and now you're just smacked. And now I'm just smacked. And I'm wasting all that valuable time. <laughs> you're just sitting there stuck. Like, and I'm what the sitting fuck here am I looking doing? at the computer screen like this. Oh, facts, facts. That's mad interesting. That's mad interesting. You feel me? But it's like, even this, the high allowed me to go to the gym and have that great pump of a workout. But then it also took away from me because I was overusing it in ways that I didn't need to use it for. And I wasn't facing the shit that I needed to face. Once I came to the understanding of, okay, bet, bro, I use the weed to help you face the shit that you need to face. That's when I started to really change the way that it was being used for me. Because then, at that very point, I started to get back on that little, that, 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 that little like jump, that jumping move that I normally have, where it's like I get up and it's like I'm going, I'm not stopping, I'm not stopping. And normally, before then, before the last five months, it was like a hundred, 
Like I was always moving at a hundred. That's like my speed. My speed is at a hundred. And everybody that knows me knows that my speed's at a hundred. I don't stop, bro. I'll be doing 10,000 things and make it look like it's easy, but it's not. I'm just doing 10,000 things. And that's just how I am type shit. You feel me? Yeah. But I had to stop that, start smoking the weed, face my shit, feel very depressed, very anxious, change some things about myself and about my life, face everything, and now I'm at the point that I'm at right now. So when it comes down to weed, bro, use it for something that you need it for. If you do not need it, bro, do not tell yourself that you need it because you don't. Nah, I'm not even going to say, I'm not even gonna say do something that you need it for. Whatever you... Th- I would say gym wise, like gym wise, or to go to say, sleep, shit like that. If it's, yeah. for a, if it's for like a genuine fucking medicinal purpose, like if you have like back pain, neck pain, some shit like that, mm-hmm. all right, cool. But we still have CBD anyway. Like that's why they have CBD. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's the, I, I I do hope that people know as a weed consumer, you do understand that the medicinal purposes of weed are in the cannabinoid and not in the THC receptors. Okay, so if you have it for medicinal purposes, go get you some CBD, and you're gonna be fine. You Perfect. don't need to be high all day. It if tastes you different. need medicinal, if you need medicinal purposes, bro, you can just get some. You can get some CBD gummies. It works. It'll be fine. It, it does. It does the fucking job, and you're not gonna have the head high. You're not gonna be sitting there fucking bobbed out your mind, like not being able to do the shit that you need to do. You know what I mean? But like, I had brought the reason why I brought that whole topic up was just to say like. Take whatever it is that you're doing in your life, whatever it is that you're facing, whatever it is that, like, whatever issues that you're coming across, right? if you're suppressing it with weed, the problems are not going to go away. You're Not just weed, though. If you're suppressing it with that, pills, whatever have you, you're suppressing it with a, a substance. The, the problem never is going to go away. The only thing you're doing is subsiding the substance from, like, really being the focal point of your brain. Right, your brain's just not focusing on it anymore. Your brain's just getting a distraction. It's getting pleasure. But once that goes away, what comes back is the same problem. So take the time to fucking fix the problem. The only way you're gonna fix the problem is if you have a clear mind and an open mind, and you're able to actually analyze what the fuck is going on. You cannot sit there and be fucking fried out your mind and actually genuinely, like, thoroughly figure out your issues. You can't. Because I've been high plenty of times in my life, and I'll sit there and think about something, and all of a sudden, my one thought turns into, I'm not even, I don't even remember what I was thinking about. I'm literally on a whole other tangent, and now what I was thinking about an hour ago or 30 minutes ago, it's like completely lost out of my brain. I don't don't even even know where it's at. Yeah, I don't remember anything whatsoever. And that's something I've even started to realize for myself is like, when I was smoking, even having conversations, like I used to not even be able to remember like what I was about to say or what we, I was talking about five minutes ago, and now I'm slowly like my short term memory is starting to slowly come back, and I'm actually starting to be able to remember and maintain shit that I'm gonna say or thing that someone else said. Like I could actually remember things, and now it's more productive conversations that I'm having because now it's like okay, I know what's going on more. You know what I mean? And now I'm having dreams again too. I don't even know the last time I had a dream before I stopped before I stopped smoking. I literally don't. I probably would have like one dream every like fucking two three months type shit. Now I'm having a dream, if not every night, every other night, like consistently. And it may, it may not, it may sound stupid as fuck to some people, but it's like, that's a key part of my life. Like that is my, I, I didn't even, my subconscious wasn't even functioning properly because I was smoking so damn much. And that's a function. That's like a key functioning part of, of humans, of you. Like, dreams are very, very telling too, to life. 
if you believe it, believe it. If you don't believe it, you don't believe it. I don't give a fuck. I believe it. A dream will tell you not specifically what's going to happen, but it will give you an idea, an idea of where your life is headed. Bro, for sure. It's it's a part of the the, the the mental. Everything is mental, and we're angel and not are very big on mentality, like very 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 avid on the mental. Because that's where everything stems from. Everything comes from your head, bro. Your mind is like a computer. If you tell yourself something, your mind Literally. is going to 100% go with that thing. If you tell yourself something else, your mind is going to 100% go with that thing. Your mind your mind is literally a computer. Our fucking brains made a computer. Literally. literally. Not my brain specifically, but someone else's brain. brain literally made a fucking computer. The way it moves, it's, <laughs> like, it's, it's incredibly the, like intact. And if you take your mind and put it like into nature... You can see how your brain interacts with the things around you, with every single thing around you. You can see how everything coexists together because it's on the same frequency. You feel me? Now, if you understand that about yourself and about your mind, you can go ahead and say, all right, you know what? Like, let me change the way I'm thinking about what I'm doing to myself right now. Let me take the steps needed in order for me to get through the shit that I have to get through instead of holding myself back by taking in the substance every single day. You know, and this is me knowing this, but also just going through it myself. You know, excuse me. It's, it's kind of like, really look at what you want in life and think about how much time you're wasting focusing on a temporary feeling. It's temporary. That's super temporary. That's why you have to fucking That's smoke why you got to every- keep smoking. It's that's, why you gotta keep, that's why you gotta smoke every two hours or every hour. Now, trying to get that temporary feeling to last all day, wasted all that time on doing that when you could have been using that time to go. Just do, do, do something totally different. It, bro, and even talking about wasting about wasting time, and I'm and I don't want I don't want to make it seem like we're like it's. I mean, it definitely sounds like it, but I don't want to make it seem like it's like oh we're bashing weed, weed's terrible nah, because not it's not. You know what I mean? It's not that. It's literally just a focal point of like. The motherfuckers out here who are just wilding out and just doing too much. Yeah, bro. To be honest, even to that point of wasting time, bro. You gotta roll up, and you gotta smoke this shit, bro. Like, yeah, some people out here, you might be pretty fast at rolling up. It might take you like a minute to roll up. Cool, whatever have you. Some people not as fast as rolling up. It might take someone else five minutes to roll up. That's five minutes of your time gone. Now you have to smoke. And if you're smoking by yourself, you ain't smoking that fucking fast. It's going to take you like 10, 15 minutes just to smoke, depending on how big the damn joint is. And the size. And if it's a decent sized joint, it might take you 20 minutes to smoke. Yeah. It might take you 30 minutes to smoke because you don't want to fucking sit there and just blow through it that fast. That's 35 minutes. Of, let's say it took you five minutes to roll. That's 35 minutes of your life out the window just smoking. You ain't you weren't doing anything else hold while on, you were smoking. See, it's just gone. You got that, right? You got that. All that time that's gone. You have the time that it took you to roll and then smoke. And he said around 35 minutes. So now let's say after you're smoking, if you're by yourself, you probably go ahead and do something or you probably just sit around and chill. If you're with other people, after you siphon, you're going to have a conversation about something. bro. Now, that conversation is definitely going to lead to another like two an hour. hours. The most, I would say two hours. Now, that's two hours of your day. On top of the eight hours, right? We're going statistically. On top of the eight hours that you had to sleep. So. What you should, what you should be you doing, should be by doing, the way. Right? So that eight hours plus the two. That's 10 hours out of 24 hours. And that was only one, and that was only one joint you That's smoked. one. So imagine you're smoking five times a day. Yeah, you're wasting like 
fucking almost you were wasting like at least like two and a half hours just smoking bro like literally from that one time right there just smoking by itself you're wasting two and a half hours right now you add that two and a half hours to the conversation too you're, you're losing almost 15 hours of time every single day it's day. only 24 hours in a day so that means you have nine hours left to go do something when it's like in 24 hours of a day bro <laughs> 24 hours you, you you kidding yeah. me? You're insane. That is You're BC. insane. That, that, that's, that's, that's ludicrous. You're bugging. That is BC. You know? So it's like you got to really take that time to yourself and understand what you're doing to you. You want a better life. You want to go ahead and do these certain things. You want to get to the next level. You want to excel. You need to face your shit, grow the fuck up, and really get to that next level. And I don't mean, I don't mean grow you, up. Hold on, Mo. I don't mean, I don't mean grow up as in like, oh, like forget that inner child. No, no not at all. Like, remember that inner child. That's the most important thing to you right now. Not grow up in that way, but grow up as getting in, your priorities getting straight. your priorities straight. Really getting your financial straight. Getting yourself straight. If you're a guy, go get some colognes. Get some nice fittings. Go ahead and get a nice fit together. If you're a woman, make sure your hair is done nice. Like, up to your standards. Nobody else's, bro. You need no validation from nobody. But really just really start picking yourself up some more, bro. You deserve it. You're a great person. And we love ourselves enough that we have the ability to love you as well, even if we may not know you or may not be talking to you or may not be seeing you, right? We love ourselves enough to love you as well. So we want you to be the very best version of yourself so that you can go out and be the very best yeah. version of yourself for somebody else as well. You feel me? And I want to say too, just because you smoke doesn't necessarily mean you don't have your priorities straight. No shit. You know what I'm saying? You're not saying that. Just because you just because you smoke a lot in the day, whatever have you. Yeah. But I feel like you could definitely accomplish like if you if you can accomplish a lot in your day while you're while you smoke do you think then you can accomplish i feel like you could accomplish more though you know what i'm saying okay. like, i feel like there's i feel like there's a higher like there's just a higher potential when you're just not smoking yeah when you're at you know your I mean? yeah, when you're at your peak of 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 energy during a day if you're high during that time of that peak energy that you have bro you're not going to be able to really fulfill the things that you need to do in the best magnitude possible because at that present time everything is regressed it's regressing because your your emotions your awareness your body language everything is brought down to like 50 percent when you're high everything except like your mental receptors like your mind is going 100 percent. that's going fast but everything else is at 50 percent for the most part when you're high you're moving way slower you're sluggish you feel me if you took that away and had that a hundred percent completely all throughout the day, bro, imagine what, what would be done. Imagine what you'd be able to get to. Imagine what levels you'd be able to, you know, really change right. your life and get to. For but again, that is again, this is our opinions, and we could be completely wrong. It's 100%. You know what I'm saying? There could be. There's definitely going to be people out there who are like these niggas is wilding. Fuck what they talking about. I'm so smoke. And you know what? Simple. Do what you do. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just giving you. you. Yeah, I'm just giving you a different perspective yeah, just bro. for you to look. And if you're and honestly, if you're not open minded enough to at least look at it from that perspective, then that's a fault to you because that means you're just not open minded. And I'm sorry that that's how your brain works, because honestly, I definitely would rather be open minded and willing to look at things from a different perspective rather than just bashing someone for having an opinion. But one thing I will say is people who are extremely successful in this world are definitely not the biggest potheads. If they do smoke, that means they smoke at certain times. Whether Facts. it may be as soon as they wake up in the morning, right before they go to the gym, or right before they go to sleep. 
You know, you know what I will day. say too. My bad, I don't want to cut you off. But if I would be, I would be a higher advocate for like you know saying consistent like daily smoking, like throughout like literally throughout your day. If sativas were more of a thing now, but they don't even exist. And I wonder, like, I wonder if that was like that might be like, and and I don't know. It's because for me too, like it, it definitely stopped. Like me stopping smoking came also from just looking at it being legalized, and as I already don't trust the government as it is, you know what I'm saying with the certain shit that they do. That's another thing that I don't trust is like them legalizing it. Like I don't think that uh, I don't think that Zaza and all this shit is supposed to be a thing. Um, I don't think weed was ever meant to be as potent as it is now. Um, the only reason why it's as potent as it is now because we started engineering shit and breeding strains and all this shit to to have more potency. Um, I think that if we were smoking weed in its purest form, which I don't think we're doing, um, it would be a very different experience that we would be having. Um, I also think that if it wasn't all hybrids, which I think that them making a hybrid might even them making a hybrid might have been intentional to to have the cause and effect of making people more sluggish and making people being less motivated to do shit. You know what I'm saying? For certain people, not everyone, certain people. Because I've had my own experience with uh, sativas. I've had my own experience with indicas. I can one thousand percent say that any time I was high on a sativa during it during the daytime, I felt phenomenal. I felt like I could do anything that I, I needed to do without without a, a without a doubt yeah. without a question. You know, what I'm saying I actually felt like I was more productive because I felt like I had like a sense of like extra energy and like my level of thinking was just like amplified. Um, and it didn't interfere with my productivity. Yeah. Like my productivity was still high. Exactly. I could still accomplish things. But when it comes to hybrid. You have that effect for an hour where it's like, all right, yeah, I have high energy, whatever have you. I could do this shit. And then it goes from having high energy to all of a sudden the indica kicks in an hour and a half later. And now I'm sluggish. I don't feel like doing anything. Let me take a nap. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like, it's just, it's a very, it's obviously a very touchy, touchy subject with the community for cannabis being so large and so wide. And I was definitely a very large advocate for weed. I still am an advocate for weed because it has its perks. Um, but I just feel like everything in moderation is good for you. Everything in excession is not good for you. And that's just my opinion that's on fact. that. That's a big fact, bro. I, I, I 100% agree. I 100% agree. But going forward, bro, I just feel like for the people, for you guys, one message that I really want to have you guys like understand, and it's, it's attached to weed, it's attached to everything that we really spoke about today. In a nutshell, um, I really want you guys to understand this one thing, bro. If you're going through something and like you really are having a hard time, I don't want you to think that it's all on you. Like it's not all your fault, you know? Like you don't have to carry the world on your shoulders. You don't have to smoke weed to to get away from the things that that you're going through or the traumas that you have faced. You feel me? You're so much better off just facing it and growing from it. You know, growing through the process. You feel me? Making sure that every single thing that you are facing is something that's going to help you become a better version of yourself. You know, so it's not your fault. It's not you. You know, like for those guys like myself, I didn't have that male mentor in their life to help them excel in life. 
it's not your fault, bro. It's not on you. You don't have to turn to the weed. You don't have to turn to the gangs or, or that type of lifestyle. You can still be that person that you really genuinely want to be, bro. I want you to believe in that and really love that aspect. Think about it some more because you can definitely be that person. And it really just stems from you understanding and you changing the environment that you are around. Change your mental environment, people. Everybody change your mental environment. There's a lot of things that are taking place in this world, bro. But if you change your mental environment, you will change your physical reality. And every single thing that's in your life right now will definitely alter and you will adapt to it in every single way, shape or form, because that's how you were brought into this world. You're a powerful, powerful, powerful being. But you have to understand how powerful you truly are before you go ahead and want to be able to attain these type of things. You have to acknowledge the power that you obtain in order for you to get to that next level. You feel me? So don't just think it's your fault. It's not on you. That's a fact. You can definitely get I, it done. I want to go to the, I want to go to the, or speak to that point of it's not your fault. Um, it's not your fault that you're born into the life that you're born into. It's not your fault that you're born into the environment that you're born into. It's not your fault that you have the parents that you have. It's not your fault that you have the family that you have. But what is your fault is going to be the way that you choose to deal with those situations. What I said earlier, bro. <laughs> Every single day, you got a chance and a choice. Literally. So it's like, yes, you could play the victim if you want to because you have the parents that you have or you were born in the hood or you were born in wherever you were born or whatever you're dealing with. or you could not be the victim and you could be like, all right, I was born into this environment, but I can do this to get myself out of this. So yes, you may have been born into it and it's not your fault. The thing that you were born into and the environment that you're put into. But like I said, what is going to be your fault is the way that you choose to deal with your life and the way that you choose to make your choices going forward. And the results that happen thereafter are only going to be your fault no one else's the choices that you make for yourself and the results that happen afterwards are indeed your fault so don't get what he said twisted on the fact of you know saying the environment all that shit that is not it's not your fault but you have the choice to change it you know what i'm saying as much as you may think that you don't you definitely you do. do you definitely you do. do that it literally lies in your hand because if you think that you don't have a choice then there's no reason that meek mill isn't in the hood anymore there's no reason that jay-z isn't selling coke anymore or crack, whatever the hell he was selling. There's no reason that Eminem isn't living in Eight Mile anymore. There's no reason that fucking Jeff Bezos is a billionaire. There's no reason that Elon Musk has whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck he's doing it's, with Tesla and all that shit. Because... You know what I'm saying? There's no reason that Mark Zuckerberg built Facebook. There's no reason that Oprah is a billionaire. There's no reason that Rihanna's a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? Because if they didn't have these choices, then they wouldn't be there. But you have fucking rihanna coming didn't rihanna come from trinidad isn't she like from rihanna come from trinidad or barbados and becoming a billionaire okay if she was born in trinidad and was or i'm, I'm sorry in barbados i, think, I don't was, know bro don't quote me on know. that don't quote yeah, him on that, bro. She, from, let's say don't from the islands me, i don't <laughs> i know i know she I, I know she's from the islands yeah, i know i think you're right though i think she is from barbados i think it's isn't it like barbados and tobago or something like that or is it trinidad and tobago i don't even know whatever I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to get people's fucking islands all fucked yeah. up. She's from the. She's from the islands, yeah. right? But if she had the mentality of most people from the islands, of I'm just gonna stay here. I'm just gonna be in the islands. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Then she would still be in the islands, and it is what it is. But she came 
to the U.S. and built a career for herself through her own choices. These people became great at what they did in their own careers because of their choices. They decided, Kanye West, Kanye West ain't still in fucking Chicago, you know what I'm saying, running around all wild. He could have been doing whatever in Chicago. Literally, Chirac, like, come on. Like, we have the nickname Chirac for a reason out there. He could have been just another statistic out there, but he does not. He's another billionaire. You know what I mean? Like, these are highly successful people because of decisions that they made instead of being a victim to the environments that they were born so in. So it's, it's simple. So don't think that you're not capable of doing the same things that they did because you are far more capable of doing the same shit that they did. Because at the end of the day, we are all the same. We are all com- We are all accumulated of the same fucking atoms that this earth is made of. We're all constructed by the same exact shit. Our pigmentation might be different. Our hair might be different. You know what I'm saying? Our skin might, or the way our skin is, our facial features, whatever, every, all that might be different. But the way it's constructed is the same. Real talk, bro. And it's, it's, it's very, very, very simple. I don't want anybody on here to ever, like, don't allow somebody to tell you that it's not simple, bro. You have to decide. Like simply, it's not, it's not easy. It's not easy. That's what it is. It's 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 not easy, but it's very, but it's very, very simple. Very simple, bro. You have to decide. Like literally, make the decision within yourself that you're going to be that person. And the very the best part about it, and this is the craziest part. And this is exactly why. Like I don't worry about if I'm going to be successful. I know I'm going to be successful. Angel knows he's going to be successful. Do we know it's just a matter how? Of time. Hell no. It's just but a matter of time. Yeah. It's, it's literally just a matter of time you and how it's going to happen. But the best feeling about this is that no matter what, you're already successful. Like you're already at that level. You're already at that point. You feel me? Manifesting and, and, and prayer and all these type of things that people pray on and really like live upon for their life and their lifestyle. Manifestation is as you moving. From timeline to timeline. And people don't realize it, bro. But it's like that point that you're taking to sit down and realize that you really want this thing that bad. And you think about it and you think about it and you do things that can help you get to that point. You're literally going through the process, growing through the process and jumping from one timeline of your life into another timeline of your life where you are that successful person, where you are living the dream, where you are living and having those cars that you want and living in that home, making sure your mom is okay, making sure your family is good. You're, I fuck with that perspective. You already live in that point. You already live in that moment. All you got to do is make the correct choices and decisions in order for you to get into that, that next jump, that next dimension shift type of thing. You feel me? It's already exists. You already have those kids. I already have... My little, my little family, my little Persian family, and everybody's chilling. You feel me? But at the same time, I'm living in this reality. You feel me? I'm physically living here, but I'm also living there. I just have to get to that. Yeah. Get to that point in my life. You feel me? So don't don't take it as if it's it's, it's so hard. I can't get it done. Like I can't get to the next level. Take those two steps back, bro. Think about what you're going through, grow through it. And once you grow through it, think about how bad you want those things. Manifest it into your life. And that manifestation is only going to be a jump from where you are right now to that next reality where you're going to end up being. Next. And I want I want to say one more thing and I want to leave it on this. I had heard this uh 
this real. I was actually listening to a different podcast the other day, and I heard this reel that they played from from Steve Harvey. And I guess you could take it how you want it. Steve Harvey basically said, "You, on a day to day basis, you have these dreams. You have an imagination. Your imagination formulates a nice house, all these nice cars, all this money, a family." Whatever, this lavish lifestyle, whatever the case may be. It's only an imagination and it's only there because God or whatever higher power you believe in the universe is putting it in your brain to to tell you and show you that it's accessible. This is something that you can achieve. Let me tell you something. There is 1000% people out there walking around in this world right now who don't have those dreams. Who don't have those dreams of a business, who don't have a dream of those cars, who don't have a dream of those houses, because it's not obtainable for those people. Okay, there are people out here in this world who are those things are not obtainable for, and they're meant to be here just to be working, and you know what I'm saying, and 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 live that life. It's literally a soul contract, and it's and it's and it's not working or whatever have you is a bad. It's needed. We need people who work. We need that. So I'm not sitting here bashing those people. But I'm letting you know, if you are one of those people who has those dreams and who has those aspirations and who has that imagination, these things that just pop up in your brain, left and right of a business idea or this, whatever have you, that is literally the fucking world telling you that these are things that you can do. You just have to figure out how to do it. Okay. That's the, that's your, that's your job. Your job is to figure out how to put these plays into action, but these are things that you are able to accomplish. Okay. You're not just having these ideas and these and these dreams and these visions of just being a millionaire or being having a, a nice house, having a having these nice cars. You're not having these imaginations because it's not possible for you to do. You're only having these imaginations because it's possible for you to do. Right. Don't let them be solely an imagination. Turn it into your reality. That is your job. Do it. Simple. Just do it. Literally. Just do it. You feel me? We literally. You you got it. You, you you got the entire thing. And this is what we're going to do in every single episode is really just try and talk about things that people don't really want to talk about, bro. A lot of people don't want to acknowledge this stuff. They don't want to talk about mental health or young men with no role models or mentality. They don't really want to talk about these things all the time. They want to talk about things that don't make any sense, things that don't matter. This is one thing in life that does matter. Because if you're trying to get to that next level, bro, you have to go through these things now, especially if you're coming from backgrounds similar to ours, you really have to go through these things now in order for you to be able to proceed into your life. Make sure you're reading and shit, too. Real talk. To get there. Real talk. I got a whole basket of books right here. This is a, this book right here is a good one to start with. A very good one to start with. If you're really trying to break those those ties and the the thought processes that you have, this. You can see that the Four Agreements by what? What's his name? Don Miguel Ruiz. Read that right there. You know what I'm saying? And it will definitely change the way that you view life. And like we've been saying, it's an ongoing theme. It's not going to be easy, but it is very simple. And that book right there, the Four Agreements, will make will make it even more simple because it literally. Shows you the four things that you need to do in order to change your perspective and try to align yourself and put yourself in position to to create and manifest those great things in your life. And I'm not sitting here. I, I don't want to sit here and make it seem like we have it all figured out. We don't. And I have it all figured I don't. out. I don't. I definitely. I'm still don't. living with my. I'm still living with my parent. You know what I'm saying? I'm still living with my mom I'm right now. Garage. I'm still trying. I'm still. I'm still. Try, I'm still trying to figure my shit out. But we're just. We're just giving you. 
we're just giving you, you know, what I'm saying the 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 perspective that we have and the knowledge that we have, and it's it's not fair for us to have the knowledge but not share the knowledge exactly. with other people. You know you what I'm saying? Me? And that was we like, just want you guys to understand that you guys could be 19, 20 years old and think the same way we do. There's there's no age limit to how intelligent you can be or the type of knowledge you can have. You know what I mean? It really solely comes down to what you're willing to expose yourself to. You don't have to wait until you're 40 to, to start understanding things. You know what I'm saying? You could start to understand things now if you're willing to understand things. And I, that's really just your decision on what you want to do with your time. That's simply what it is, bro. So go ahead. Go, go, go get it. But also, we want to know that we are proud of y'all, right, 100%. I know there's some people out there that, like, don't get this. So I want to be that person to give it to you, and then we can go ahead and we can do our things after this. But we're proud of you. We we appreciate the things that you have done so far in your life. But at the same time, we know you can do so much more. So go get it. You feel me? Go grind. Go do your thing. This podcast can be an outlet for you to hear perspectives from other young men. If you're a young man yourself or a young peer, if you're a young woman, you can hear it from us. We go through the same things. You know, we go through very, very, very similar things, bro. And and it really does beat us up and, and beat us down and strip us of the person that we thought we were, but allows us to grow and get to a different and broader perspective of who we truly are and the person that we can become, you know? So we're proud of you, but keep going because your journey is just starting and you're nowhere near done. You feel me? So as of today, bro, we want you guys to, do one thing for us. Let's drop a like, comment, and subscribe under this podcast. It'll be out on YouTube and Spotify as well, right? Make sure, yeah, Spotify. Make sure you hit that notification bell if you're really fucking with us. You know what I'm saying? Big facts. But, you want to get notified whenever we drop our next episode. But as always, we love you guys. We preach you guys for all and any support that you guys are giving us. Yeah, um, and now, one more thing I want to do say is. If there's anything that you guys want to hear us talk about on the next episode, if you guys comment that or hit us on the DMs, whatever the fuck the case may be, just hit us up. You know what I'm saying? I I want to obviously continue talking about shit, but I also want to talk about shit that yeah, I people want to hear about you too. Know, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want I don't want to just I don't want to just talk about what we want to talk mm-hmm. about. I mean, we could talk about what we want to talk about forever. <laughs> I ain't gonna be that hard. But I want to talk about some shit that you guys want to hear us talk about in depth too. That you may want to hear our perspective on. But but yeah, as always, we fuck with y'all. We love we, we love y'all. We hope you guys fuck with you us know too. This is, this is 200 for lunch podcast. My name is John. My name is Angel. Peace. Who's this? <laughs>